Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Today, this is Yaya Diamond, and you're listening to Dream Chasers Radio on 97.5 FM Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as the Caribbean, all of the Caribbean. Uh, thank you for the uh, Caribbean Community Radio, as well as on Bomb Baby Radio, as well as on the Dream Chasers, WYDCRadio.com. Uh, thank you again so much for tuning in. We have a wonderful show for you today. Uh, we have Miss Adina Howard that will be calling in shortly. We have... Um, many, many other guests that will be calling in. And I'm excited to tell you that there's new music out for Miss Adina Howard. Yes, yes, yes. I love her, love her. Um, I'm a big fan. So having her on the show today is nothing short of a miracle for me and definitely something I am looking forward to. So let's go ahead and let's take Miss Adina Howard on the show. Thank you so much for calling in. Welcome to the show. How are you, Queen? I'm sorry. I said, how are you, Queen? I'm doing good, Queen. How are you doing? <laughs> Blessed and marinated in divine favor. Hallelujah. I tell you that much. Okay. So, <laughs> right. So, you know, so people who have never heard of you before, and I've gotten that, okay, because they, they listen to different types of music. Uh, can you go into just a little bit of a brief background about yourself and how you got started in the music industry? Oh gosh. Okay, so <laughs> this is this is usually the part where I like y'all to take over because uh, I don't I'm not comfortable with talking about myself like that. But um, so I'm not 1990. <laughs> I know, right? So 1995, I hit the scene with a sexually liberating song called "Freak Like Me." Um, very, actually, very few, if any, women were doing that, and and the only woman that comes to mind to me that was doing it her way was Millie Jackson. Uh, in, in the era of the 90s, I stepped out on the scene. They labeled me the Black Madonna or the female R. Kelly. And Freak Like Me, you know, made me a household name, and then I came with T-shirt and panties and nasty grind. And, you know, I'm a very sexually liberated woman. Nothing is taboo to me. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> now, as you know, I love Freak Like Me. I really did. Thank you. I mean, you think morning. You better sing that. I remember that song. I do remember that. Now, after all that happened and everything, you know, a lot of people would say that people disappear, and I, and and I've I've gotten that where, um, what happened to you? You know, what happened to this? What happened to that? Did you drop out, or you just kind of laid back a little bit? What happened between then and now? It was a combination of things. Um, the the main thing that happened was my young, ignorant self came out of her face crazy and offended mm-hmm. the <laughs> excuse me offended the the head of the label and um, mm-hmm. I believe because of that she she put me on ice and she decided that some people say she you know, she dropped the ball I say she just put the ball down and decided mm-hmm. not to move forward with promoting 
me the way that she started out initially. Mm-hmm. Um, and in conjunction with going through the issues that I went through as far as it goes with management and not being able to trust individuals handling my business properly, not being educated and being taken advantage of, I decided to step back, walk away, because I was getting very tired and irritated with how things were being done. And I was like, you know what, this industry didn't make me. I've been who I am, so it can't break Mm -hmm. me. And I'm going to step away for a minute and get myself together, and when I choose to come back, I'll come back. The only problem with that is is when God wants you to come back, it's not your time. It's the creator's time. And so every time Mm -hmm. I've walked away, and I've walked away multiple times, I've always been called to, you know, back into the business. And Mm -hmm. I think this go around for me, I'm ready because I'm Mm -hmm. a lot wiser now, smarter, stronger, and um, just ready to take on the responsibilities that I was delegating to other individuals. Mm You know, I've always said this, and I'll say it again. It's very important to learn the lessons from people who have gone before, who have made the mistakes that they've made, so that we don't have to make those mistakes. So the mistake was, you know, a learning experience, a learning curve, and things like that. And, you know, we all get older. We all grow older. What what would that one thing that you tell a person that's coming up after you, you know, someone who wants to be where you are today and wants to have that legacy that you have because you are definitely a legacy, uh, what would you tell them about your mistake and, and kind of guide them on not making the same mistake? Just one thing? Because there's so many. <laughs> like, one? Yeah. If, if there was just, one just thing, <laughs> if there was one thing, I would say know the business. And part mm-hmm. of knowing the business is understanding that music isn't the only thing or entertainment isn't the only thing. It's they don't. People need to understand business is behind entertainment or music for a reason because the key word is business, and mm-hmm. it needs to be understand, understood that that's exactly what it is. It's a business, and it needs to be run as such. Don't get caught up in the entertainment. Don't get caught up in the music. Don't get caught up in whatever area of entertainment you're in. Key word is business. Understand it. Understand mm-hmm. taxes. Understand accounting. Understand management, understand residuals, mechanicals, whatever it is that that business, especially the entertainment slash music business, um, entails. Mm-hmm. You don't have to know it so to the point where you're an expert, uh, but it's important to know enough to be dangerous so that no one can take mm-hmm. advantage of you. Because there are people mm-hmm. out there willing, ready, and able to take advantage of your ignorance, your naivete in a heartbeat because it's bliss mm-hmm. for them that you're ignorant, not for you. Wow, wow. And, you know, it it gets to a point, I think, in everyone's uh, career, regardless of where that is, where you can't really reach out too much to too many people. What was your saving grace? What was your line of, of reality? Who was it that actually kept you, uh, you know, sane during this time? God. Mm. That simple. Um, my wow. foundation, um, being raised the way that I was raised, the creator was the only being that helped me keep my sanity because I knew that I could fall back on my my relationship. Mhm. Hmm. That's that's deep. That's deep. You know, it is. Is it truly? Is, is it a saying, or is it true that it is lonely at the top? Tell us about that. I wasn't lonely. 
Right. <laughs> everybody else. I wasn't lonely. But one of the things um, that I recognize for me is I, I was, I'm the firstborn. And so okay. I've had years, or I should say a year and some change, of being by myself. And I like to be by myself. I know how to entertain me. I know how to keep me occupied and keep myself sane, so to speak. So I, I wasn't lonely at the top. And, and at the same time, I had loved ones who were truly genuine and authentic in their connection with me. They didn't need anything mm-hmm. from me. They didn't want anything from me. They weren't looking to be yes people. They were genuinely individuals who had my best interests. And I surrounded myself mm-hmm. with those Oh, that is important to say the least. That is important. So, okay, so now that we're now, we've gone, we've gone through the history, we've gone through what happened in the past. Now we're here, and we've, we, you know, you've made so many wonderful different things. You've done so many wonderful different things. You traveled the world. You've done everything that you wanted to do, maybe, or is no. there something more? There's uh-huh. always more. As for me, as long as I am living, breathing. Walking, I'm, I'm able and capable of, of experiencing life. For me, there's always more. Um, I don't think that there's enough time in this life to do everything, especially if you're setting goals or you actually are living and not waiting to die or just existing in this life. So there's always more um, to do. You just have to be mindful of those things that you want to do and put those things on a bucket list or on your plate or whatever the case may be. And for me, there's so much more. I would love to do Broadway. I would love to um, be a superhero in a movie. I would love to be a leading, you know, lady in a movie or, or on Broadway, Get my, have my cooking show, have a talk show, a book, mm-hmm. um, have, a, have a child, be a mother. There's so many things, you know, tra- I, I've traveled a lot when it comes to what exists in this world, but I haven't traveled to all the places I would like to go. I still haven't gone to Abu Dhabi or Dubai. I haven't gone to um, certain parts of Asia. Well, actually, I haven't gone to Asia at all. I've been to Korea, South Korea. But there's so many things that I have the ability to do that I have not done, but I will do as much as I can because I'm here to live, not just exist. And I love your spirit. I truly do love it. I love that you, what you've done, you know, I I love that you're still going at it and you're still active and you're, and you're still pursuing different things. And I hope you get everything that your heart desires. Truly I do. And I I wish nothing but you, you know, you have a new project coming out or out right now. I'm not really sure how that works, the date and the time and all that. I want to kind of give it up, but at the same time, (laughs) I'm excited. Resurrection. Thank you. Thank you. Resurrection is out now. It, we re-released it um, because I switched digital platforms, but it is out. It's available now. So any digital platform that's available for streaming, um, downloading, uploading, whatever they want to call it, they can go to mm-hmm. dinahoward.com and download the album for free if they want to. Um, I'm in the process of waiting for some physical copies to hit my doorstep at any minute so that I can go ahead and send some out because I know there's some seasoned folk that want the tangible, not the vaporware. So at some point in time, there will be some physical copies that they can purchase. Oh, I love vaporware. I love that. (laughs) I love that, that, girl. Tell me about the the song Blasphemy. Blasphemy is one of my favorites on the album. It is. It is um it's about 
our communities in really looking at how we treat each other, male and female alike, how brothers have this this ego where they're quick to fight one another but not stand up for each other, um, how how you know the cat calling at you know the, at the sisters and and just how we as a people, our village, our tribe is not unified and we'll give more respect to the other quote unquote race or the other ethnicities more than we will ourselves. And for me, that's blasphemy. That's disrespectful because we deserve that just as much as anybody else within our communities, within our tribe. It's like, how are you going to sit there and, you know, straighten up when a white man come along, but as soon as a brother pass by, you go, nigga, what you looking at? Really? Like, what's that about? That to Uh, me doesn't make any sense. You know, that mm -hmm. to me is coonery. You you gonna straighten mm-hmm. up when you see a white man, but you but you're not gonna show the same respect to a brother. What's mm-hmm. that? Yeah. You know, and that to I me is blasphemy, and we need to get over that. Definitely, I think we lack unity. Definitely, and I I think that that's 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 a powerful song there, Adina. Very powerful song. We're gonna go ahead and play that right here on Dream Chasers Radio. Here it is, Miss Adina Howard with her new song, Blasphemy.
Wow. I love it. It has a message. You. you know, it has that message that, that, you know, everybody needs to pay attention to. Um, did you write that song, actually write that song? And what kind of collaboration was that between you and the producer? Did you produce it? Um, King Gas out of Las Vegas, he produced it, and we collaborated on, on the writing. I'm real good with concepts, and, and I have things that go on in my head, and I'm like, look, we need we need a song like this. And he created it, and it just came out amazingly well. And for me, it's a, to me for me it's a song that rings true in my heart and in my spirit because the way I view us is that we are royalty. We are made in the image and likeness of. So why are we treating ourselves less than? You know, mm-hmm. I, I I embrace the word savage all day, but when it's all said and done, it's like we are truly gods and goddesses, and we need mm-hmm. to embrace that royalty. Because when we begin to see ourselves in a better light, we'll begin to treat each other in a better light. I love it. I love it. I love the concept. I love I love the writing. I definitely love it. And I, I listen to, I'm a lyricist, and I, I, I love lyrics. And when they don't make any sense to me, it turns me off. I so know, right? This definitely a song is, is just something that I would, like, blast on my radio, like, all the time. And I, I'm a, a, rep- nice. a, a rep- repetitive person when it comes to songs that I really like. And so uh, I do have the, another one called Nasty here. Tell us about that one. Nasty is basically um, a 2K version of Freak Like Me. I have answered the call <laughs> to recreate <laughs> Freak Like Me for those who grew up with the song, um, who started out with the song, and for those who – to, to to reintroduce myself to a younger generation King Gas mm-hmm. created that one as well He was hesitant on giving that one to me Because he wasn't quite yep. sure If I would embrace it um, I've had mm-hmm. so many people Present Freak Like Me To me Their version mm-hmm. of it And it just would, it was so redundant And I was just like no I'm not going to do this mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't ask me to mm-hmm. do that song again but when he presented it, I was like, "This is a, this is a fresh take, and uh-huh. I'm okay with this version of it." And okay. it's like I said, it's the it's the new millennial version for for the youth and and to help those, you know, get those their fix from back in the nineties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now let me ask you a question. Something that I've asked my mom, and I think you know, I I, don't, I probably know the answer to some people. Some people give me different answers. It's truly a, a personal thing. But singing the song over and over all these years, have you have you become bored with it? Is it something new every time you sing it? Do you, I mean, do you have joy in singing it, or are you tired of singing it? Um, because that's something that you know. That's something that most artists don't realize. You make this song, and if it becomes a hit, that's it. You just suck with that right. song. That's it. <laughs> um, it is not new. It, it, I don't do anything different for the most part with it in that sense where it's like when I sing it, it's like it was new every night. Um, am I tired of it? Yes and no. Okay. It, yes in the sense that it keeps me in in a box uh, where people refuse to allow me to grow. They they think I'm still this 21-year young individual wearing poom-poom shorts, you know, with the short black haircut and the heart on the butt. 
they, for some reason, that's the image that I guess stays in their head when they hear the song. And, and I get the nostalgia of it because it takes them back to a day when they mm-hmm. were enjoying their youth and whatnot. I'm like, okay, that's cool, but I'm not there anymore. Right. Um, so, yes, I'm tired of it, but no, it, because when the song comes on, I see how people respond, their reaction to it. Mm-hmm. They can sit down, like, when T-shirt and panties, I'm seeing, performing T-shirt and panties, you know, I can see people, like, you know, grinding and moving and doing their thing in their seat. But the minute that Freak Like Me comes on, people jump up out of their seats and they start dancing. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. when it doesn't get old for me because it brings a joy that, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it, it's not even about me anymore. Right. Wow. And I'm like, let them have a moment. Well, we're going to go ahead and, and play Nasty right here on June Chase's radio and, and kind of reminisce. But also uh, be grateful that uh, you're still here with us to create new music. Um, and so thank you so much again for creating new music and coming back out because, girlfriend, I missed you. All right, hold on a second. <laughs> thank you. Don't do this. Here's Nasty by Mr. Dina Howard on Dream Chases Radio. Like me, I need a nasty brother that can satisfy 
um, you know, something that people don't know about you, you know, and uh, I think that the listeners are a little bit more, um, they, they know you a little bit more because they know your faith is deep. Your faith is there. Your faith has held you through. And I want to say that I am a total uh, fan, you know, if you want to say fan. Thank you. Uh, I love your music. I love your attitude. I love what you're doing. And I want to say uh, congratulations on coming back out. Uh, I want nothing but the best for you. And, oh, my gosh, just stay in touch. Let Send us more music if you have it, when you have it. And send us your schedule. We'll put it up on our on our Facebook page. Absolutely. I'm in the process of working on a new project called a project called Diary of a Desperate Housewife. So that will be coming soon. Yeah. So that's coming soon. Um, working on a book tentatively titled Adina Howard Real Raw. So that should be coming soon mm-hmm. as well. Um, I'm in the process of going through creating it and part of the creation of it is going through therapy and yes black folks go through therapy it's important mm-hmm. it's, it's vital that we you know we it's not just a white person thing but therapy is very important because we are we're very deeply scarred um mm-hmm. people and it's important that we address our issues in a healthy manner not just venting and, and going on social media and oversharing but really get the mm-hmm. help that's necessary because um it, it tends to manifest itself when we don't address the issues as bipolar disorder and it, it manifests itself yeah. in drug abuse and sexual abuse and things of that nature. So we really need to begin to heal from the inside out, and the book is helping with that process. So that's coming soon as well. Girlfriend, and on a personal level, I want to say, you know, thank you for keeping it real. Thank you for, oh, uh, anytime. You know, being real, you know, everybody has this preconceived notion of what an artist should be or what they should do or what they should say. Uh, but in all reality, I mean, artists are people. We're human. Exactly. We're human beings, mm-hmm. you know, and we're going through we're going through issues just like everybody else. It's like, please don't get it twisted. Just because you mm-hmm. see us on TV, hear us on the radio, and, and you see us in concert and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, we are human beings that bleed and cry and sleep and go through changes just like everybody else. It just happens to be that we're unfortunately, yet fortunate at the same time, put on a pedestal. That's, it's a blessing yeah. and a curse at the same time. Wow. Well, Ms. Howard, thank you so much. This is going in the archives. Yes. <laughs> thank and, you, Yaya. You know, it, it is, uh, you know, maybe you've heard this a million times, but truly it is an honor to have you here. And not because I'm going to go there, not because of who you are, but because of what you have done and what you can inspire other people to do. On this show, we are all about people coming up after us, people coming up after they want to be a singer, they want to be a writer, they want to do things. And you are their inspiration today. And I want to thank you for going in the archives so people can listen to you and be encouraged by what you've done, what you've gone through, and what you're getting ready to do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You don't know how much this means to them. Thank you. I receive all of that. Thank you. All right, then. We'll, hopefully we'll talk to you again. And you yes, go you will. Kill it at the Essence Festival. And don't forget about Dream Chasers Radio. <laughs> oh, I've got to. I have not forgotten. We'll not forget. Thank you so much. Thank you, Queen. All right. All right. Blessing. All right, Queen. Blessings. And that was Miss Adina Howard. And if you don't know already, 
she is amazing. She'll be at the Essence Festival singing Derek Chabra. You know, what an inspiration. People who have gone before, this is not for me. This is not for her. This is for the people coming up after us. We need to be the inspiration for them to see, to mark, to go and aspire to be. People who have gone forth before us, it's important that we lay the foundation so that when they come up behind us, they have an easier way. This is why it's so important for people who, who have different causes, who, who look toward different things, who, who uh, go out and they, and they, and they pick it and they, and they protest and, and they sing and they write and they do poetry and they write about fiction and nonfiction. I mean, this is important. It, that's what it is. It's important. And Ms. Dina Howard is nothing but short of someone who has taken everything and yet prosper. Thank you, Mr. Dina Howard, for being on the show today. My goodness, we have other guests on the show, and um, I'm going to go ahead and go to my next guest. To me, it's truly amazing, truly amazing, the talent that we have on this show. And uh, I want to move this over because I want to make sure that I can, I can see all the things. I'll answer your questions later if you do post below. Um, and I know I, I spelled blasphemy wrong. I was just trying to get it out. I'll, I'll, I'll correct it later. But uh, we're going to go ahead and go to our next guest. Uh, I want to say thank you for calling me. Thank you so much. Thank you for everybody who you are for what you do to me. Thank you. Hello. 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 Amazing. I know, right? It was, I mean, she's amazing. Uh, and, and it brought it back for me, too. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, you know what? And to have and to have people on the show that, you know, can listen to her and, and aspire and, and see her face. I mean, that's what, that's what I, I mean, that's what I took away from it. Her face is very strong. Kept her through a lot. So tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hello. Um, so I'm Jen Holland, um, out in New York City. I'm a singer, songwriter, performer, um, artist, and um, I have a new project, um, Magnetic Circles, that um, we just put out for the world to hear. Um, mm-hmm. Very familiar with the live band scene as well as you know the, the recording scene. And okay. um, so I'm always striving to get up to another level. And a lot of, you know, especially I like what Adina said about the, the ego check. Um, work, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, always, I'm, always mm-hmm. tell, it's not, I'm always telling myself that, but I'm always telling other people I'm working with, bandmates, you know, that's the first thing, got to go. <laughs> so I'm very mm-hmm. humble. And, you know, I am grateful for every opportunity I do get to um, get my music out there. I love songwriting. So um, mm-hmm. it's exciting. Yeah, it's definitely exciting to hear my song uh, being played, whether it's live or, you know, in, you know over the airways or wherever. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Now, tell us, tell us how you got started and why. Oh, man. I got started as a real young girl, um, singing, singing with a hairbrush in the, in the mirror. Um, 
with all of my friends. You know, we we grew up on the on the Midtown East Side, um, and so we were influenced by you know whatever was out at that time. Probably my biggest influence was um, Donna Summers. You know, into mm. Donna Summers and you know Michael Jackson, The Wall, and 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 Beat It, and all you know all that great stuff. And um, so I started off early on, and my mother and my father were very good at taking something they saw in me, you know, naturally, and getting me into, you know, the classes and the, you know, the music schools and uh, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, we're talking early age. Uh, I went to the Third Street Music School in New York City, which was a great program. I think it's still around today. Um, Okay. And they... And they and you know that that I was doing while I was attending elementary school. So after school, after regular school, I would go to the Third Street Music School till nine o'clock at night. Um, and so wow. I learned a lot. Yeah, so <laughs> it was heavy, but you know it was all worth it. And I definitely had mm-hmm. a lot of um, rumb- I was a rambunctious child, so my mother wanted to keep me active you know, in a good way, especially with something that she already saw naturally that I wanted to do. So I, I commend my parents for that. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, we got parents. I mean, wow. And so with all of that, you said that that is worth it. That is a lot of hard work. Being being that you came up, being that you did all of that, I mean, what what kind of what what kind of benefit did you see from that that's helping you today? Um, benefit as far as, um, me doing music or benefit as far as, um, you know, where, what opportunities I got, um, I would say, you know, the benefits I felt of of doing all of that early schooling is Mm -hmm. knowing another side of music. Not to say that, you know, people out don't know music, but I, I see a lot of people who are brought into it and they and they kind of see it, you know, from a, a 2D uh, dimension, um, whereas I feel like my schooling gave me a little bit more edge, you know, gave me, let me learn theory, let me learn music, um, where it was more instilled, you know, at an earlier age, it was kind of more natural to me now, um, mm-hmm. and gave me the ability to go on stage and have presence and not feel stage fright, and then, um, you know, kind of, it kind of helped me on those levels, you know, I'm saying. Um, kind of like mm. riding a bike, you know, learning something when you're young and being able to, it, it, it being second nature by the time, you know, you get up and you have to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, you got something kind of funky here. You got friends, you got Tina Turner. Then you uh-huh. have Jeff left Janis Joplin. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I don't. I don't I, okay. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that, because I need to know okay, about the I, connection. Right. Right. Okay. No problem. I have no problem Thanks. telling you about that. I actually love talking about it. Okay. Okay. So I love all music. Okay. And I gotcha. embrace it all. And I, if I could, well, you know, in a sense I do, but mm-hmm. I wish I could do it all, you know. Mm-hmm. But being humble and taking a lot of advice around me, you know, in the music industry, 
I was always told, you know, for, to get the message out it's in the way everything's categorized, you kind of got to stick to one thing. Even okay. though I, I have those things instilled in me, I have the Janis Joplin that I love. I love rock and roll. You know, I mm-hmm. love Def Leppard. Um, I actually went to the concert the other night. <laughs> uh, and I love my R&B. You know, um, I, I pretty much needed a place to, to, to be the way everything's categorized. And mm-hmm. then from there, and then from there, once everyone, you know, here's what I have, you know, in the R&B world, because I do, you know, a lot of, a lot of my tones are very sultry, so I just fit in there. But I always felt mm-hmm. like I'm not just an R&B singer or writer. Okay. I always felt, I always felt like, you know, I'm an artist. And okay. I want, yeah, I always want to be able to, you know, explore. I want to be able to get out all of my, all of my styles eventually. <laughs> but I'm trying to keep myself in, in one corner. So mm-hmm. I'm very I'm very influenced by you know rock and roll and you know and R and B. So that's I guess that's oh. the the way to wrap it up in <laughs> as much as I can. Okay, all right. And tell us about the song "Not Coming Home." Sorry. And tell us about your song. Mhm. Which which the song one that you have out now? The song you have out now. The songs I have on now. Oh, coming home. Oh, that's one of them. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. Tell me about that. Did you uh, write that? How did that come about? Yes, I did write that. Okay. Um, it was pro. It's about one of my relationships, of course. <laughs> one of my one of my past relationships. Um, definitely. Uh, waiting up late night. Hmm. You know, that old thing. Okay. Uh, and um, so that's that, that's where that song came from. <laughs> I hear you. you know? I hear you. So feeling you the, feeling, feeling the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, just feeling the pain hmm. of that of the, of that type of situation, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Right. You know? Wow. So, yeah. That's well, we're gonna go ahead. <laughs> I hear you. We're gonna play that right here on G Chase's video. Here it is. Not coming home. Yeah.
Oh, yeah. Many oh, blessings, yeah. and I'm going to pass on the radio station to everybody because you are just definitely an amazing host, you know? Thank and you. you bring it on, and you're asking the right questions, and, you're, and, and you, I was inspired by the, the first interview. I'm inspired after this, my interview, and so I love your show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, you know. And you guys inspire me. This is the reason I keep going, besides my family, of course. I'm talking about in, in my dreams and my goals. This, mm-hmm. to hear everything that people are talking about, that they're doing all their goals and aspirations. I love this. This is, this is, this is amazing. I love it. As you do, as you're doing yours, right? As you're doing yours. As I'm doing mine. But I can never do so many things, but yet be a part of so many things. I think that's amazing. Am I right? Love it. I love it. I love it. I, I love it. Good, great energy. I love it. Thank you. And, and you know what? You're going to have to come back on when you get your rock thing going, girl. I'm going to have to know about that. You're going to have to show me. I'll be, I don't know. I'll be in touch, yeah, yeah. I'll be in touch. I don't, I don't believe it. But, yeah, I believe it when I hear it. The, the coming home, you know, hopefully we're going to do a video for that song that you're feeling, and okay. um, I'll let you know when that gets up to, and I'll definitely be in touch. Okay. All right. That sounds like a plan to me. Thank you so much again. Thank you. All right. Good night. Good night, darling. Everybody, that was Miss Jen Holland on the show here, Dream Chasers Radio. I want to thank you for tuning in. We do have more guests coming up, uh, so many more, uh, and so much uh, music coming up and, and just different people, different things going around. You guys, you don't realize how many wonderful people are out there doing so many miraculous things with their lives, and they have goals, and they're going after it. I am telling you, it is truly, and like I said to Jen, I cannot accomplish so many things, but yet be a part of so many things. To me, this is the moment where I can say, I have been a part of books. I have been a part of science. I have been a part of musical talent just by sitting in my chair and having them come to me and me interviewing them. Do you know what a blessing that is to me? Do you have an idea? I'm just excited. This to me helps me to be a part of everyone that comes on the show. This is amazing. This is amazing. It's amazing. It's it's amazing. It really is and the excitement that I feel when people come on the show that I don't even think they realize it. That's why I started uh, putting this this Facebook post out with all the just just to show you that yes, I'm sitting in a chair. Yes, I'm I'm sitting back and I'm relaxing. Yes, I am. However, I love this. To me, it's amazing. Maybe one day I'll get to do this on a bigger scale. But for right now, oh my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So I want to reach out to you because I do have something I want you guys to be a part of with me. That's right. I want you to help me. This is not really to help me, though, as you already should know about me. This is to help all the other people coming up after me, all the youth and all the other people coming up and and want to be uh, dream chasers. They want to sing. They want to dance. They want to write. They want to do things. I need you to help me. Dreams Chasers Radio is going to be soon coming out with a mentoring program. I want your ideas. 
what the mentoring program name should be, what should we teach, what categories should we have. Should we have music? Should we have writing? Should we have dance? What do you think we should do? And then we're going to put that together, and we're going to have a mentoring program where we send people out to go to different places to mentor. I think it's important. Um, it's important to have that 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 grouping of people that you can contact just in case, you know, you have a doubt about something or you're young and you don't know where you should go from here. You know, that that is, I think that's key. That's something that we're missing. And uh, back in the day when I was growing up, you know, not too long ago now, <laughs> not too long ago, but back in the day when I was growing up, you know, it was your next-door neighbor. It was the older person that lived next door. It was the person that not only your grandmother was uh, best friends with, but the whole neighborhood knew you, knew your grandmother, your mama, your daddy, everybody, your uncles, your brothers, your sisters, everybody. They knew who you were. And if you got in trouble on the way home, it was like you get a spanking from, from the person down the block and then that next door. And then by the time you got home, you didn't really need a spanking, but you got one anyway. That's what we what we need to have a mentoring program. Not to get people spanking, but to help them out. That was that was something that I, that's something I miss about today's society. We're all on the internet. Nobody has the, that physical connection, that touch. You know, hey, how you doing? How's everything going? Truly, truly concerned about you. Everybody wants to get something. But what about giving something? And that's what I want to do. So if you want to be a part of the mentoring program here at Dream Chasers Radio, we'll be getting that out. I would say give us about six months to get that together. It takes about that long. It really does. Um, give us about six months to take take that and, and, and take that on because we just started the radio station. We just got the new station, and I just figured out which, which programming I want, which host I want to have the station on. And so now that we have that, we're going to be putting our programming up. We have – Emily, that's going to be on our programming. We have uh, agreed that Miss Lisa Nichols agreed to have some of her stuff up. So we will have about a 7 to 15-minute Lisa Nichols uh, moment every day. And I'll put the times and the schedules up. If you don't know who Lisa Nichols, Lisa Nichols is, <laughs> Google her. Oh, my gosh, tongue-tied, tongue-tied, tongue-tied. <laughs> so we do have another guest calling in in about another four minutes. So what I always do here is I go ahead and put up some really cool music that we have um, had in our in our uh, archives here in Dream Chasers Radio, and I'm looking for Nova. Nova is an amazing male vocalist, R&B, from Europe, and um, I, I just I love his music. So here it is, this moment by Nova.
show um right before he he was uh you know on the show he was going to talk uh there are so many different wonderful people that are uh going to talk in their own career music uh writing so many different wonderful things and i mean you know what can we say we have our second guest actually our third guest on the show um and i this is amazing this is wonderful Oh, wow. I want to thank you for uh, tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio. We have our next guest on the show. Thank you so much for calling in. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hi, this is Kenyon Demps. Thank you so much for having me tonight. I am I'm really excited about this because I do pageants for women 60 and above. That's right, 60. Zero. Yes, wow. grandma age, senior age. Look at this. If you're lucky, yeah. it's never too late to be a princess. Wow. <laughs> and Absolutely. So tell me, how did you get started to do this? I mean, a pageant for ladies 60 and over? I mean, yeah. You know, um, I wouldn't just know. You know, you know what? Um, a cute little story because I am a nursing home administrator by trade, and so mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of good stuff, and you know, a lot of things that you just kind of like want to run from just because it's not how you want to live. And one day I was sitting and watching TV, and Miss America, oh, not Miss America, Miss Texas, fell in her gown, okay. and they played okay. her up and down, up and down, up and down. And she just really got up and dusted her shoulders, shook her little hips, and she kept on going. And so I (laughs) thought, just by coming from the senior industry with nursing homes, I thought, I wonder who Miss Senior Jacksonville is. And from that point, I started doing some research and learned that we didn't have Miss Senior Jacksonville. We had queens and kings in senior centers, but not a senior queen. And at the same time, our mayor at that time was saying he wanted the city of Jacksonville to be the most senior friendly city in the state of Florida. And I thought, mm. well, if how can you do that if we don't have a senior queen? So I did I a little more research. And from that point, about six months later, um, I developed the Miss Senior Jacksonville pageant. So this year is our 10th year. And I know, 10 years. And it's really amazing because people from all over come to see Grandma. 
you know, maybe your grandma, maybe your aunt, maybe your mom. But a lot of times we don't see mom as the queen. Like we say it in cards and we may say this is my queen, but we don't look at our mom or our grandmother as needing the same need that we have, the need to Mm. um, step out, the need to be comfortable, the need to be feel beautiful, be beautiful, strut our stuff, feel sexy, feel sophisticated, be the all, have Mm -hmm. all eyes on you. We don't think about mom and grandma like that. Their mom, their grandma, that's, we go to their house for Christmas and Thanksgiving. To eat. So, (laughs) right, to eat. Or when you need to talk, you call mom or grandma. So it's been amazing. And recently someone said, this is more than a pageant. And that really challenged me to see it through their lens. Because mm-hmm. it's always been, you know, you do your interview, you do your evening wear, you do your talent, and ta-da, you have a queen at the end. But for a lot of our women, this means so much more. Um, this is their opportunity. They're giving permission to do something different. They are given permission to write goals and write steps to reach those goals. They're given permission to other women of like mind and giggle Mm -hmm. and have fun. And they're given permission to sway their hips just a little bit more than they used to. Mm -hmm. So it's been good for our seniors and really good for their families because their families, they want to come out to see mom or grandma or aunt or sister in the Miss Senior Jacksonville pageant. You know, I think that's wonderful. It's, okay, you, you think that when you get older, and, and obviously this, this doesn't happen for real. I mean, this is just a, a myth within uh, people who are younger in their minds. But they believe that you lose your sexiness, you lose your sex appeal, you lose your thoughts about the opposite sex, uh, and you become this, you know, uh, you know, grandma with, with the robe on, with the flowers. Right. And how right. she. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. No. It's so that true. Was- um. So very true. And this pageant really has dispelled the myth of aging. Mm. The first couple of years, people would joke. So, what are the stages of the pageant? And I would tell them: interview, talent, evening wear, words of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And they would nod. They get that part. But they would always say there's no bikini and I would say no there's no bikini and it was really a joke for them because they were trying to say that the bodies were ugly and that these are grandma so they can't do it but these are active seniors these women still Mm -hmm. wear stilettos they still are out there in the community they're still doing good things still invisible they feel invisible yeah, I, because they're forgotten. Wow. Wow. Now, what does this do for their self-esteem when they become a part of a pageant and they see that people honestly think that they are still beautiful? Well, I think it's twofold. Um, we have women that have never, most of our women have never been the pageant but always wanted to. Okay. So from a confidence standpoint, prior to pageant, they feel a little nervous. They are, they're anxious. 
um, they're unsure. And the closer the pageant gets, we try to train them on how to walk, and not just walk for the pageant, how to walk just in life of holding your shoulders back and putting that that foot forward and just believing. Mm -hmm. Every step is you believing in yourself. I can do this. Mm -hmm. I can conquer this. I can reach that goal. So the pageant is the goal, but it's not the goal. Mm -hmm. Um, We also try to teach them. We bring Toastmasters in. A lot of these women have not interviewed in a long time. Yeah. So so branding yourself and promoting you, talking about you, what? Talk about myself? They are beside themselves because who goes home who goes home and tells mom to talk about themselves or tells grandma to tell me about yourself? No, nobody. And so can their confidence can improve depending on how mm-hmm. open they are. And then mm-hmm. after the pageant, that's the hard part because everything that you've taught um, the confidence, the public speaking, the branding who you are, um, talking about your platform and pushing for it, that can all mm-hmm. fail if they're not strong enough. Yeah. So we really do try after the pageant to keep that camaraderie because the goal is for them to meet women of like minds, help dispel the myths of aging, be the role model mm-hmm. that you, that others see you as that you may not see yourself as. So we do keep the ladies as much as possible together afterwards. Um, they still do little talent shows throughout the community. Um, the Southern Women Show, they model or they do their talent. So there are mm-hmm. things that they can do to keep pushing forward, and we encourage them, don't have a platform just for the pageant because your right. platform was meaningful prior to was meaning, meaningful during the pageant so make it just as meaningful if not more after the pageant wow so the confidence can vary it just depends on that woman and they yeah. have to understand that what they what we taught them it was already there they just needed a little polishing they just needed right. that extra little push and they needed to be given credit to like kind of like strut their stuff talk about who they are, talk about their platform without being silenced. Right. Wow. I I think that this is very, very um, character building. When you would think that most women of their age have that character, and yet maybe that character is gone, and they don't believe in themselves anymore. Have you had to rebuild character in, in certain women? I can tell you definitely yes. Um, you know, earlier I said that, this, that our contestants are typically very active women in the community. But we have women that have been, um, what is it called, cane, cane dependent, quad okay. cane dependent with the four prongs at the bottom, um, 90 years old, had never been a pageant before, stepped 90. out of her comfort zone. 90 90, and still very active, very active, okay? Okay. And she did the pageant. She learned her verses. She learned the routine. She did everything she was supposed to do. And she Mm -hmm. felt visible after the pageant. Still does, Mm. still keep in contact. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, she's still still ticking, yes. We had another woman, yes, 90 years old. We had another woman, um, blind had been blind maybe two, two and a half years. And I remember the pageant 
committee saying, Kenyon, what, what, what are we doing? What, what are you doing? <laughs> How are we going to do this? And I said, mm-hmm. let, let, let's talk to her and find out what, what she wants. You know, because some women, they want to just be in the pageant. Some women just want to be right. on the stage. Some women come mm-hmm. really to take you down and to win. But in this lady's case, she said, I lost my eyesight about two years ago, and I just want to feel good. I just mm-hmm. want all eyes on me. I just want to feel good. And I mm-hmm. said, okay, pageant team, can we do that? I mean, we can do that. We can make mm-hmm. you feel good. We can do that. Wow. So, I mean, we had to do some adjustments because she couldn't really do a dance routine. So we created a skit yeah. where she could still be empowered and have her spotlight <laughs> and still contribute mm-hmm. to the opening number. She reached her goal. Yeah. She won some extra. She won some extra prizes too, but her family and her church family all were like, "Wow, we didn't know. We didn't know you had it in you. We didn't know you could do that." And it was inspiring wow. not only for her, but for her family. Mm-hmm. And for the audience in general. Um, We had another woman that had been married 40 years and just decided Mm -hmm. enough's enough. Bye. Had never written a check, had never paid a bill, nothing. Patrick came along. Yeah, I know. You know, every woman has their own story. Um, Some are very Mm -hmm. open about it in the beginning, and some... You know, once you build that relationship, they will start to allow you to peel those layers back, and they'll start to share Mm -hmm. those stories. So all of them come for different reasons, different causes. But this woman, she was just tired of being with the same person, doing the same thing. She wasn't gaining anything, but it was comfortable. So she Mm -hmm. joined the pageant to really push her out of her comfort zone. She's now 83. Mm -hmm. She's still very active with us. With us, she still recruits, and when she's able to come out, she still does her thing. Eighty-three. 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 You, you, you have know, to check out the face. Not well, the Facebook page, but also the website. You'll be to see some of the photos of some of the ladies. Because like when you say eighty-three, you think, "Oh my God," <laughs> you know. But eighty-three mm-hmm. active, three active, you, and. What's the difference? Tell me what the difference is between 83 active and 83. Because most people don't understand what you're coming from when you say 83 active. I know what you're saying, but some people just don't understand 83 active. What is that? Well, when I say active, I mean they are still up and moving independently. They're still mm. walking. They're able to do a little jog. They're able to squat a lot, a lot of times to the floor. They're still living independently. No one's there with them. So active meaning they're up and able-bodied and still able to get around, still able to drive. An an Mm. inactive 83-year-old is probably someone who's dependent on their their daughter, their son. Um, They're not mobile because with our pageant, you have to be able to walk. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean you can't you can't have a assisted device. You can have a cane, you can have a walker, okay. but our ladies are able to get around on their own. Mm. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. I love that because 
women are women, regardless of the age of a woman. You know, and 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 women are very, we're very emotional creatures. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we are, and we love the love that we receive from others, and when we don't receive it, or when we don't, when people don't tell us, you know, and, and beauty is oh my gosh, when when my right. when when people smile at that age, and when they smile at a young age, you know, it still stirs the heart. It still right. stirs the heart. And that's right. a wonderful thing that you've done. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for doing that. Girlfriend, a pageant for 60 years and over. Women only, darling. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Jackson goes to tell you you want to go. Now, tell everybody how they can reach you. Get the rules. Can you come from any place in Florida? Or is it just Jacksonville? Um, it's just Jacksonville <laughs> right now. But we mm-hmm. are expanding in Tampa and in Atlanta. And just for women who, if they just want to do a pageant, this pageant feeds into Miss Senior Florida. So there's a state pageant, and it feeds into Miss Senior America. So it's bigger than us, just like Miss America, there's Miss Senior America, right? I know. Yeah, you have to Google that because it is is a sight to see, a sight to see. But if anyone's interested in... (laughs) Yeah. If anyone's interested in reaching out to me, they are welcome to go to the website. It's aseasonedaffair.com. And, yep, and we're on Facebook and Instagram. So Facebook is a season affair and Instagram Mm -hmm. is the same thing. And then um, on the website, they're welcome to reach me by phone. But if it's okay, I can give that number now. Yes, it is. Okay, that number is 904-323-2063. So 904-323-2063. Now, okay, I'm going to have to go there. I'm going to have to go there. You ready? You ready? Yes. If you yes. don't call me in when you come to Tampa, I am going to be very upset. Oh, because definitely. Tampa, I will keep you posted. Tampa's close to me. Okay. And I, I tr- I want to be a part of this one. Oh my gosh! Awesome. I am. I am such a big goof when it comes to. I mean, I love, love, love things like this, and to be an encouragement to these women. Oh my gosh! What an inspiration! Yes. Wow. Very much so. so. If I find out that you, my girl, are in Texas oh. and didn't call me, we don't have a problem. I'm searching you out. Oh, my gosh. Don't worry. I will not let you down. I will not let you down. So as soon as we confirm, I will be reaching back out, letting you know. Let me know now. In any kind of way, I want to be a part of it. I want to, I want to announce the first person. I want to sit behind you somewhere. I want, to, I, want to, I want to broadcast on Dream Cases Network live. I want to do the whole, uh, the whole speech. <laughs> All right, let's do it. We can do some before okay. talk and some after talk. So no worries, we'll make that happen. I'm gonna get I'm I'm gonna set you up now. Don't you, don't you let me down. I will not. I will not. It's okay. been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. Okay. The pleasure is mine, believe you. And you, you know, uh, again, it's it's just amazing what you've done. Ten years, and you and I have been in in the same you know in in the same boat, a ten year boat, and uh, wow. it takes time. 
It does take time, yeah. but congratulations. And Miss Senior America, coming from, from the, the, the pageant that you're doing, and it kind of goes and gravitates into a bigger thing. I, I love yeah. it. I love it. And I have something to look forward to when I get I know, picked. huh? <laughs> we we all do. We all do. So don't we'll see. Don't go into that Twitter, right? No. Ain't happening. No. <laughs> we got time. <laughs> we got time. All the way, all right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Take care and good night. Bye-bye. All right. Good night. <laughs> a pageant for women 60 and over. I'm loving it. You know, and I always say this, at any age, there's something that you can do. Women, if you live in Jacksonville, Florida, you need to reach out. I'll go ahead and have the information later on when I get when I get back to my desk, and I'll put all this information there for you. Sixty and over, you can be a beauty queen. You know, it's something to think about. It's something to think about, and definitely something to aspire to. I'm looking forward to when they're in, and and obviously in. Uh, in Atlanta and Georgia, and also when they come to Tampa, because that's not too far from our studios. Um, wow. Wow. To me, that is beautiful. Women, you know, women 60 and over, you are beautiful. You are gorgeous. And you have not lost a girlfriend. Yo, what? I know I'm swimming, but that's okay. We have one more guest calling in soon. And this show has been amazing. Amazing. Miss Adina Howard was first, so you want to go back and rewind. If you're not listening to us on DreamChasersRadio.com, you're listening to us on BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash DreamChasersRadio. You're listening to us on iHeartRadio, iTunes, 97.5 FM Real Community Radio, the Caribbean Community Radio in all of the Caribbean islands and from West Palm Beach all the way down to Key West. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to us on Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, TuneIn, um, Tune to be Roku. Yay, Roku! I'm, I'm going to be setting that page up next week, so I'm getting the radio station ready this week, so next week I can set up the Roku. This is really going a lot quicker than I thought it would be, but that's okay because we all have things, we all have things, and we all have things that we have to do to get there, and this is how we're getting there, okay? Not only that, I'm working towards how is it no is it, what is it called it's the spotify i'm coming at you spotify i'm coming to get you you're gonna be mine i'm gonna have my son team my station right on spotify too you watch you see spotify <laughs> so i just kidding i ain't kidding yeah i'm just playing around though but no we do have another guest coming on so we're going to be waiting for that guest to call in you know I want to talk to you really quick, and I want to just take two minutes out of your time to say that I am very proud of you, everybody. Any, you know, it doesn't matter what level you are in your profession, whether you're at the top or whether you're just starting out, I'm very proud of you. I'm very, very proud of you. Keep going. Keep going. You can do this. You have it already. You know what you want. You know the result. It's just the journey getting there. That's where your ups and downs are going to come in. But I'm telling you right now, 
Don't be discouraged. Keep going. And when you get to the top, you're never alone. You can always reach out to someone. And if you can't reach out to someone, reach out to me. I love you dearly, and I know that this is important to you. And whatever is important to you is important to me as well. So we do have our next guest on the show. And, um, wow, (laughs) I ain't doing this, guys. This is amazing. Okay, all right, let me calm down. Let me calm down. Thank you so much for calling in the June Cases video. You are on the air. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do. Hey, how's everybody doing? My name is D. Lou. I'm from Seattle, Washington. I'm a uh, I'm a hip hop artist. Awesome. Well, how did you get started? Um, man, really, just kind of just liking poetry as a kid. You know, just always like to write. Always wrote stories. You know, like mm-hmm. in school, and then um, just growing up, and then in high school, you know, I started driving. Had a lot of like my homie Deli Dale from Detroit, you know, he lives in Seattle though. Like we used to go to the studio a lot, you know, and mm-hmm. track. All right. I mean, it was a rap ever since after that by my own mic started building the studio at my parents' house. And yeah, man, it's been rapping ever since I was like sixteen, really, like in the studio. Mhm. Now I wanna mm-hmm. I wanna correct you on the ma'am part. I ain't no ma'am yet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm Yaya. I'm always gonna be Yaya. I'm gonna be Yaya. Yaya. Yaya, that's so, right. Yeah. It's, nice to, it's really nice to meet you. Me too. You too. <laughs> the ma'am yeah. thing gets me every time. I'm telling you, it make me feel like I'm seventy six, going on seventy seven. And I ain't there yet. Oh yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to be polite. <laughs> I know, I know. You know, I, yeah. I I'm good at just. It, you know when when people say sir, yes sir. That just to me, you know, everybody's young at heart. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't call people sir. I I say what's your name, <laughs> and kind of play around with people. Right. But, you know, Dila, I like your name. Where did you get your name? Oh, it's, it's D. Lou. D. Lou. It's actually, uh, yeah, D. Lou. Yeah, well, you know, my real name is Delon. You know, growing up, everybody used to call me Little D because oh. uh, I got I got my I got my name is actually my father's middle name, oh. and so you know, I got older, so like I'm not really Little D no more. So you know, I just kind of came D. Lou is kind of like my first and last name shortened. Yeah. Mhm. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. Now, I'm sorry, Hugo. I didn't mess up your name. It's all good. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, so tell us about yourself. You said you're a hip-hop artist. You're out of uh, Seattle. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. Tell us about being a hip-hop artist in Seattle, Washington. What is it like? Man, it's definitely, man, I say it's like a beautiful struggle, man, because there's a lot of it's it's not the the market for hip hop's not as big in Seattle as it is in a lot of places, but the love for music is definitely there, and it's like, you know, 
we got it. We got a lot of guys now that have been doing it for a while. Like a lot of the guys I look up to, like like Chevy Shane, Fatal Luciano, and Rash Simone, guys like that. Like mm-hmm. they really got years under their belts now, and like they've been places. So it's like for artists like me coming under them, it's like we're seeing a lot of opportunities, music that weren't even there when I first started rapping. You know, thanks to my OGs, and so it's like we really create. I guess to describe it, we're really like creating our own culture for music in Seattle. Okay. You know, like a lot of places around the country, like you guys in Florida, you guys have right. legends and have like solidified rap games and rap cultures like New York and the Bay Area and L.A. and things like that. So in Seattle, we're really, we're in the midst of creating it. Okay. And like showing the world what we do out here. Uh-huh. And you know what? I mm. have had many artists on the show from Seattle. Uh, that have said that, you know, it is really tough there. You know, now that you're, you know, you're up there, you're getting your thing done, what changes have you seen in, in the last couple of years for you to say that it is really truly catching on and growing? Man, I mean, social media, just by the numbers, like we got people like Huey P getting millions of views, the Lil Mosey getting millions of views. You know, they're all from out here, from Seattle in areas around here, like uh, Stewie Newton, he's a battle rapper. He's getting, like, tens of hundreds of thousands of views every video he drops, you know. Like, myself, mm-hmm. I'm scratching the surface. I'm getting at least, like, a thousand on everything I'm dropping, you know. It's just wow. people's watching. People's listening. Mm-hmm. I love it. Wow. You know, I, I want to ask you a question. And most people don't mm-hmm. realize this, but how frequently do you have to drop a, a, a song or an album for you to stay relevant? Wow. That's a good question. How often does somebody need to drop music to stay relevant? I mean, because mm-hmm. I'm actually at a point in my career right now, I used to drop, I used to try to drop something at least like every month, at least a single, but lately it's been like a few months in between the projects I've been dropping. So, man, I don't, I would say at least, like, you want to drop at least one project a year, always have something current that you can be promoting. But then that's what I mean. You don't always have to do that. There's, like, Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole, like, sometimes they wait a couple years in between projects. Right. So it's kind of just, like, however you you want to do it as an artist. But I think to answer the question, like, to stay relevant, Mm -hmm. man, like, like I said, once a month, wow. like, that should be That's like a, a goal. That's a lot. And, and yeah. you know, what do you expect to get out of being a hip-hop artist in Seattle? Seriously, like, what is the reality of it all? Because I don't <laughs> think, again, yeah, see, so you laugh, because I know what I'm talking about. People don't realize the reality of the music industry now in comparison to what it was maybe in the 90s and the 80s, where, and even in the 70s, people were discovered and signed, and millions of dollars were being thrown at their feet. What do you, reality setting in now, what do you expect as a, a hip-hop artist in 2018 and on, what do you expect of your career as far as, you know, going forward? Yeah. Man, I'm glad you asked me. That's that's the kind of questions I like answering about Seattle as far as music. You know, you, people really want to know, like, what do we see in it? It's like, man, I mean, mm-hmm. I can't sit here and act like 
you know, rap, rap and hip hop music is like the number one genre in America right now. Like it's, it's, it's worth multi billions of dollars. You know, and Seattle is a billion dollar city. So I mean, at some point we got to put those two together and like, man, but it's, it's only going to happen with like people like you, Yaya, like out of, out of town, out of state, you know, in Florida, all the other big markets mm-hmm. supporting us, you know, yeah, that's what it's gonna take. Wow, because, you know, wow. we got we got to put ourselves out there, and the world has to like it. The mm-hmm. rest of the country has to like it, and we can make moves. Wow, and thank you, thank you so much. I, I was saying today how blessed I am to be a part of so many wonderful projects, but not yet have to do them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel For real. Like, I feel like I am the most blessed person ever to sit here and yes. actually be a part of people's careers and and not really necessarily have anything to do with it, but be a part of it anyway. And I am honored, you know, that you would be on the show. Definitely. Man, thank you. Yes. I yes, don't man. take it for granted. It is a blessing. Yeah, because yes. I mean that's that's yes. that's been like that's been like the goal ever since. Honestly, man, it's really crazy that you say that because I feel like all of this is just a gift from God. Like truthfully, that's like I feel like I'm talented, so I gotta share with people. That's that's what you do when you're good at something. Like I was 16, I started rapping. I had a I, I made like a little 10 year plan in school one day, and I was like, I just really wanna like, you know, get my music out there, like. Like by the by the thousands and the millions and man here I'm it's ten years later I'm 26 now and you know we're doing making moves down in Florida all the way on the other side of the country that's the blessing. Mm-hmm. It definitely is a blessing. It definitely is. Tell me about the song Nachos. Nachos. <laughs> Nachos. I mean, yeah. I mean, man, I'm thinking of Doritos. Yeah. Right now, with just out there, just seriously. Yeah, it's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of just you know, you gotta have a sense of humor. I, I I like to have bring a sense of humor to my music, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but nachos is really just um honestly, I've gotten a street studio with um with the producer on there, and, and I just started freestyling. And mm. Yeah, I don't know. I thought the hook was kind of catchy, just kind of. You know that joke from Cousin Skeeter from back in the day? He was like, it's not your cheese. I was just like, man. It's not your cheese. Yeah, Yeah, Cousin Skeeter, man. That was my show. Yeah, man, I got got a lot of 90s babies references in my music, man. Like, you'll hear me talk about Dave Chappelle, all Mm. those guys from back in the day. But, yeah, no, so Nacho just kind of took that joke like a serious track out of it, like, you know, like, I just, that day I was just feeling like, when I was freestyling, like, man, I got, I got a lot of, like, the position I'm in, I, man, I just feel like nobody's really touching me right now, personally, Mm. you know, like, nobody, I I mean, nobody has what I have. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wow, we're going to go ahead and play that right here, here is D-Lou, see, I got that right, D-Lou. There we go. Nacho. Thank you. 
check, check. Check me in. It's the freestyle. But my style ain't free. Smoking on this potent, got it turning into roaches. And I'm focused on my goal. Get this music across the ocean. All about my money, and I'm hoping for another come up. Guess I'm about to get it in. 23's up on my truck. You know I'm coming in this game with a lot of experience. You niggas ain't better than. You know I'm a veteran. I'm coming to the game, and I slay it, get paid. Coming back late and I'm paying for all the homies and we up in the club sipping up in the club getting with a couple of girls rolling up love with the swisher sweets and raw papers and I'll see you motherfuckers later. I'm Darth Vader with my all black truck with some all black bitch. How you wanna do it, man? Flow so sick. About to get up in the game, jumping like a kangaroo. I'm about to get up in it and I put my foot up in you. All day is a team, I ride for my brothers, all about the green, and the shit I got is not shows, it's not shows, the shoes not shows, this whip not shows, my girl not shows, this money it's not shows, check, check. it's not shows, check, check. I'm ice cold. All I ever wanted, wanted music for a living The shit I'm doing now, it is not winning Fuck a fucking hourly, fuck a fucking salary Treat it like some calories, bout to burn them off And I'm about to get this money up, then pay the cost It don't matter, tuck the bag in my casket How I spit the fucking faction, how I'm about to get a rapping I'm about my money, about my chips, about my guacamole, about my paper All the haters, see it later, when we off the vapor Turn my Impala to a scraper don't matter if you feel me or not, because I know that I'm hot. And even when my album drop, I'm about to keep this mixtape game popping. And I'm about to do a big rain ganger, look like Dennis Rodman. I know the haters watching to see me fall, they plotting. How the hell do we stop him? All day is a team. I ride for my brothers, all about the green. And the shit I got is not show. It's not chose, it's shoes not chose, it's whip not chose, my girl not chose, it's money not chose, it's not chose, I'm ice cold, these shoes not chose, it's whip not chose, my girl not chose, it's money not chose, it's not chose, I'm ice cold. I really just want to um, finish up recording my next mixtape, Mac Music 2. Trying to have that available for all streaming services and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah, so that's definitely the next move and just about to put together a whole, you know, whole campaign behind that. Some videos, drop a few singles. It's probably going to be more of an EP style. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. And where can people reach you? Oh uh, man, the best places to reach me is on uh Twitter, Instagram. I'm on Twitter at D Lu eighty B E E L E W eight zero. 
our Instagram at Sir80, S-I-R-A-0. Uh, of course, you can always visit my website, alldayog.com. Yeah, those are the best ways to get in touch with me. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. And we do have our, our newsletter coming out, and we also have uh, you going to be all over Facebook, all over the, the Twitter, and LinkedIn as well. We're going to put you on our website. Uh, and we're going to have that information for all the listeners out there that want to contact you, Lou. Uh, please just go ahead and tune in a little bit later when we update our site to make sure that they reflect the shows, uh, the Today Show. I want to thank you guys. I want to thank you, D. Lou, for being on. I want to thank all the people out there that are listening today. D. Lou, what is your advice for people who, you know, want to do something, yet they don't know how to start? What should they do? Man, I'm going to just the best advice anybody ever gave me was um, harness the power of the internet. The mm-hmm. internet made any, if you really want to get something done, you can do it. And there's people that'll support you. You just, mm-hmm. man, don't give up. Never stop. Like mm-hmm. I said, this is, this is 10 years in the making. You guys are just now hearing about me. I never stopped. Wow. Wow. That's yes, why. That's you. why we call it all day. <laughs> hey, hello. That's our catchphrase. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, Dilu, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for bringing Nacho. Nacho is now mine. Yes. Want to let you know. Take you it with you back. wherever you go. <laughs> You're not Take it far. Yeah, and we're gonna be playing. <laughs> Thank you again so much, Dilu. And is there any shout outs that you'd like to give before we uh before we finish today with the interview today? Oh yeah, definitely want to shout out the eighty gang. You know, hype, Deli, Nito, Zealous, Wavy. Shout out my shout out my lady, my fiance. You know, we got Ooh, three kids, and my parents. Yeah, thank Aww. you. I got a lot of people I shout out, man. Just Whoever whoever's tapping in with me on social media too, and just everybody who's a part of the movement, the whole city of Seattle. I think I name drop all through my interview, you know, and you know always shout out to the brush. Awesome, awesome. Dilo, yeah. thank you again so much for being on the show. Um, this is going down in the archives. Dilo, we had Jen Howland. And we, we had the, the pageant for women, 60 and over. Did you hear about that? 60 and over women. They're still beautiful. Wow. And they're doing this. That's a great thing. It's beautiful. Oh, it's the best thing ever. Yeah. And then, and then the first uh, person that we had on the show was Miss Adina Howard, who's out uh, with her music. So I want to thank everybody on the show. Zilu, yeah, thank you, man. Definitely shout thank out Adina Howard. I'm so, oh, that's yeah, another that's blessing to be a part of something she's on, like, yeah, that Wu oh, yeah. soundtrack, man. Oh my what? goodness! <laughs> I was Grew up on that. That's my song. I'm picking it. I told Tian getting it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put them all on the playlist. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank, thank you, y'all. Y'all, I really much. appreciate the time. It was a pleasure meeting you. And yeah, I think I definitely think I'm gonna do this again. And try to get some more artists from out this way, Seattle, Portland area, to, to tap in. This is a oh, great resource. Oh, definitely. Have them all call in. I would love it. I would absolutely love it. I think it is important that we all support each other um, in our goals and our dreams, because if we don't, then who will? Uh, I, I love it, and it's just something that 
that we all need to do. We all need to get back to those roots, you know, the support system. Exactly. That's all we got, man. Yep, that's it. That's all we got. All right, Disney Lou. Until right, next yeah. time, if you drop that, you, if you drop a new one next month, you gotta come on back. You gotta let me know. About that. Oh, yeah, yeah, we gonna have to <laughs> let you know. I'll let you get back to the show. Shout out Dream Chasers Radio. Everybody have a good night. Yeah, it's good D-Lou. night. See y'all later. Have a good night. And that was D Lou, everybody, with Nacho. Oh my gosh, what a show! What a show today. I'm so blessed. Mr. Dina Howard was first, and then we had um, Jen Holland. Jen Holland was next. Then we had the uh, pageant for 60-year-old women, and, uh, and uh, I mean, I thought that that was amazing, beautiful. And then, and then we had uh, D. Lou on the show. If you didn't hear it, you can always tune, it, tune in at DreamChasersRadio.com uh, forward slash, uh, you know, for you just. DreamChasersRadio.com, or you can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash DreamChasersRadio. We're on iTunes, again, iHeart, um, Stitcher, Speaker, TuneIn, 97.5 FM Real Community Radio in North Florida, Bombay Radio, the Caribbean uh, Community Radio. Um, we're everywhere that needs to be, and we are inspiring millions right now. Thank you so much again for tuning in. Um, I'm going to go ahead, and what I didn't do last time was play my exit song. I'm going to play the exit song now. <laughs> Here we go. Don't forget to be perfect. <laughs>